Hello, and welcome to the Two Nerds Podcast, a podcast where two nerds talk about nerdy things. I'm your host, Nick with No K, and today I'm joined by two other nerds, which makes it three nerds in total. Uh, I'm joined by Rebel Bricks. What's good, boys? And Landino. Howdy. And today we're going to be talking basically the entire Star Wars saga, or like the Skywalker saga, um, leading up to the Rise of Skywalker, because we're all Star Wars fans here, so. Yes, sir. So, I think I'd, I'd categorize myself as a Star Wars fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rebel Bricks, I'm going to give you a second here to tell the people, you know, who you are, what you're about, what you're into, that kind of stuff. All right. So, uh, like Nick said, uh, my name is Rebel Bricks. Uh, I've been doing YouTube for around five years now. I started in 2015. Um, I've been a Star Wars fan basically since I was like four or five years old. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it for me i'm i make just like lego star wars videos mainly uh, like top tens and rants and vlogs and stuff so yeah uh you can also find me on instagram at rebel bricks official so yeah yep and that'll be linked in the description so people can get to it easier uh and landino i'll let you do the same thing um yeah i run an instagram i've done doing it for two years i guess i'm known for leaking lego star wars stuff but i like taking pictures of lego i've been a star wars fan for most of my life, but yeah, I've, uh, uh, you know, two time champion, uh, Star Wars quiz master at my, uh, college. So, you know, that's epic. <laughs> so, the way we're going to break this podcast up is we're just going to talk about the three different trilogies, or at least the two movies we have from the sequels. Um, we might talk a little Rise of Skywalker. I don't know. Um, so to, to start off one at a time, I'll let Rebel Bricks go first. Just give me, give us your overall thoughts on this on the prequel trilogy as a whole. Uh, okay, so prequel trilogy is definitely my least favorite trilogy out of them all. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a bad trilogy. I think it has things that you know could be better about it. Uh, I think it's more hate than it deserves. Uh, I think people are actually starting it to like starting to like it a lot more now because of the memes and stuff. But uh, yeah, I like. I think. It, for me, it goes um, Revenge of the Sith, like top three is Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones, and then The Phantom Menace. Um, I think Revenge of the Sith is the best one because of all the action and stuff. And then I don't, I think, and then the same thing with like Attack of the Clones. I like it because of the action and stuff. I think it has uh, more politics than it needs. That's kind of like my main complaint with the prequels is all the politics and stuff. I'm not a huge fan of space politics because, you know, it's Star Wars and not space politics. Um and then The Phantom Menace uh, is my least favorite because, you know, more politics and stuff. And then um, I think it doesn't it, – it lacks all the action that the rest of the prequel movies have. So, yeah, I think it's a decent trilogy, not the best in my opinion, but yeah. It's not the worst. Yeah. All right. Well, Landino, what are your thoughts on the prequel trilogy? Um, I think a lot of it lies for me in nostalgia because I kind of grew up in the time when the original trilogy – came out i was you know my, my my foray into star wars kind of began between attack of the clones and revenge of the sith and um i don't know it, it's kind of different from rebel bricks because i kind of actually enjoy some of the space politics aspects of it because i can't stand the uh story and the dialogue of the prequels mm-hmm. but um the action scenes and the world building are really interesting and just as kind of like a 
political buff in general, I really enjoy the politics aspect of the prequels. Yeah, I can see that. I think for me, I I I've always liked the prequels, but I kind of shrunk back from liking them when everybody's like, "Oh, the prequels are bad." Um, but now that I'm, I mean, I'm about to rewatch them, but I've rewatched them before, and they're not awful. I mean, sure, there are parts that are really bad, like uh, not to name names, but Jar Jar Binks as a character. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there are parts that are bad. I agree with Rebel Bricks on not liking <clears throat> the space politics. It's it's not that it's boring. It's just there's a lot of it, and it feels yeah. like maybe it was used to be filler because they didn't have anything else to put in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my my ranking of the prequels would be Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, and Attack of the Clones. I put Phantom Menace ahead of Attack of the Clones because I I like Darth Maul and I like that whole Darth Maul fight thing. So yeah, I agree. So <laughs> with that being said, I I kind of want to I don't know. I guess I'll hand off the discussion to one of you to kind of start a chain here like what was your favorite part of the prequels what was your least favorite part of the prequels like that kind of stuff okay uh i think my favorite part of the prequels is um definitely the obi-wan uh the obi-wan and anakin like aspect and their friendship and stuff oh yeah and like how you can see it like build from the phantom menace and how it you know starts out as them not knowing each other and then they become, you know, like best friends and brothers and stuff. And it's that kind of is what makes the prequels a tragedy is because not just because Anakin, you know, turned to the dark side and became what he, you know, swore to destroy is because of their friendship and like how it was just completely destroyed in the end. Yeah. And there was that like this loss of brotherhood and friendship. And yeah, it was just very terribly sad for sure. Landino, what do you think? Oh man, I really like the planets and the prequels. I'm a big fan of like uh, I don't know. They all look visu- very visually appealing. Um, did we see Alderaan for the first time? Like, like actually, like shots of Alderaan in Revenge. I of think the so. Sith? At the yeah. very end of Revenge of the Sith, I think. Yeah, yeah. with yeah. the Tantive Four and stuff. Okay. Hashtag yeah. rip Alderaan. Yeah, for real. That that was an oof. Um, no, I really just like the worlds. Like, I've always been a big fan of, like, um, even, like, Star Wars Battlefront, like, replaying all the prequel maps is, oh, like, yeah. some of my favorite, like, maps to play just because I think the worlds are so much more unique than I think a lot of the original trilogy worlds were, but I don't know. And I think a lot of that comes from the advancements in, like, CGI and just filming technology in general that happened right. between that because they obviously didn't have all of this technologically advanced film gear when they were filming the original trilogy so yeah with that advancement comes the ability to make more visually pleasing worlds more like there was just a lot of visual upgrades from the original trilogy and even now in the sequel trilogy they're taking another step farther be it people like it or don't but you can still acknowledge that it's it's there Mm-hmm. it's getting done and i think there was also a lot of just i don't want to call it world building but like i guess galaxy building in the prequels yeah. like oh, they they opened up a or i guess george lucas opened up a lot more concepts with the prequels that he didn't in the ot 
Um, like the midichlorians, which here's here's the question: Do you guys believe in the midichlorians? No. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was just kind of. I feel like maybe like thrown in there to like fix. I don't know. I don't know. I I think that it was kind of introduced too late i feel like it should have been introduced in the original trilogy um because you know it's just like weird how they it just was out of the blue you know yeah just like your midichlorian count is over blah 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 it's over nine thousand. yeah <laughs> yeah it seemed like a cop-out to me always like we had never heard of this in the original trilogy and i think that was the cool thing about the force is it was somewhat mystical and you, there was no like i don't know direct meaning behind it and yeah. Then, oh, it's just these little tiny organisms living. Yeah, that you're born with. Yeah. It like it took away from that, in my opinion. I can see that side of the argument. I think they're getting back to that with the sequels. I know it was it was referenced a lot in The Last Jedi when Luke was training Rey. He was like, the force is everything. Like it's around us. It's not just in us. It controls everything. Right. So mm-hmm. I think they're moving back away from the midichlorians because they see people don't like it and they bring up the, the same points that you just did. Like it takes away from that mystical air of, oh, the force is just a thing that's out there for everyone. Yeah, I agree. I feel like we could spend an hour talking about this, but what what are the opinions on Jar Jar Binks? Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't think... Uh... I don't think it was executed well in uh, episode one. I think if they did something different, they could have made his character bearable while still kind of having that comical relief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they made him too unbearable for people to want him, and it really just messed up his character and set him up for failure. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of like one of my like it's like Rose Tico. I think it's Rose Tico is one of the few things I dislike about the um, the sequels. I feel like it was just a throw-in character to add comic relief just funny stuff when it was just completely unnecessary like the film would have been a lot more better without it honestly but i mean i guess it helped progress the story in a way so whatever i guess i why would you give a gun get emergency power though real quick yeah for real (laughs) like whatever you think about it jar jar binks caused everything that happens in the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy because he gave emergency powers to uh, palpatine Right. So it's all Jar Jar's fault. Yeah, yeah. Hence why Jar Jar Binks is the worst character in the prequel trilogy. Yeah. I think, yeah, I agree. I think his character was poorly done in the prequels. I don't think he deserved all of the hate that, like, the actor got for playing Jar Jar Binks. Oh, yeah, I obviously think that's terrible. Yeah. Like, even, especially for um, Kelly Marie Tran, I think... Oh, yeah, same thing with her. Attacking actors is, like, not cool because it's not the actor's fault that their character sucks. They're just doing what they're told to do. So if you're going to hate anyone for any character decision, blame the writer or the director. Like, whoever made those acting, like, decisions on how that character should act, it shouldn't be on that person. So... I I think Jar Jar's character was done a little better in the Clone Wars TV show. Mm-hmm. Be it he wasn't in it a lot, but he was more bearable in the Clone Wars TV show and he did a lot more like useful things, I guess. Like he ga- cool. he gathered a bunch of gungans together and freaking took down General Grievous, so Yeah. Finally did something useful. Mm-hmm. He did get a girlfriend too, which was cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
I'm trying to think of something else to talk about the prequels. I'm kind of like out of stuff. For the prequels. I don't know. I think that um, I- I've talked to a friend about this on why the prequels are so bad, and her view is that um, George Lucas had too much power with it because like four was made by George Lucas, but like five and six weren't technically. Like, he didn't have complete control over 5 and 6. Yeah, especially 5. Yeah. And that's why I think they're better. I think giving back complete control over to uh, George Lucas, as much as I enjoy the story he's created and the characters he's made, like, I don't think that he's a great director when it comes down to it. Mm -hmm. I agree. Because, I mean, out of... No, I can't say that. Out of the no, out of the original trilogy, six is my least favorite. I couldn't say four is my least favorite. Yeah. Out of the out of the originals, five is my favorite. Like Empire Strikes oh, Back oh, yeah, is my sure. it's actually my favorite Star Wars movie out of them all. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a general consensus for most people. It it okay. flip flops, but usually whenever I ask people, it's an it's an original trilogy movie. Yeah. And, it's a dark movie. And I think that's why it's enjoyable because it takes what George Lucas made in A New Hope and then spins it into this darker mm-hmm. take, which is interesting because we don't really do that now. Like, Yeah, that's why I'm honestly kind of more excited for uh, the Rise of Skywalker's <laughs> movie, which, you know, is what they said about The Last Jedi. But, yeah, uh, you know, it's giving me a little bit more hype. Yeah, I'm I'm so hyped for the Rise of Skywalker. Honestly. Yeah, man, I, I really am, too. I saw those trailers this week. Ooh. Yeah. The one this morning was just, man. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that shot of the Knights of Ren was like, I don't know, for some reason that gave me like chills. I'm yeah. Like... <clears throat> it's it's like the Knights of Ren have been mentioned, but we haven't really seen them up yeah. until this point. Mm-hmm. Aside from like the Force vision that Ray had where Kylo Ren yeah. was stabbing people, but that's it. It's true. Hot take, I think they should have just given J.J. Abrams the whole trilogy. Oh, yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with that. I feel like that is what uh, is making people dislike The, uh, the Last Jedi so much is because, um, you know, it's just a bad decision giving a trilogy over to, like, multiple uh, directors because each director has different ideas, and sometimes those ideas can go against what um, another director did in a previous film. Right. But, yeah. That's that's why I don't think that Ryan Johnson's trilogy will be as bad as people say it will. Yeah. Because he'll have basically creative control over all three movies instead mm-hmm. of trying to work with like what JJ left with um The Force Awakens and trying to set up what they want for The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. So it's it's it works like that. Did you guys see that post? I don't remember if you were the ones who sent it to me, but did you see the post where it took the three movie titles and it took the words of the subtext, like The Last Jedi or The Force Awakens, it took the number movie that it is in the trilogy and matched them up and it was The Last Skywalker. Oh, really? Yeah. If you so like if you take the first word of The Force Awakens, which is the second of the last and then third Skywalker, so I think if oh, if they intentionally planned that, that is genius. It is. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't see that. It. I okay. Do we think Ray is a Skywalker or not? Because it's been up in the air for the last what five years, basically. I mean, according to the leagues, she's not. But I mean, 
JJ's putting fake leaks out there, so that is true. That is true. But uh, I'm not. Apparently, he put like fake pictures into the place. I'm not sure about the script and stuff. But according to what Jedi Pax has said, like what was it like three or four months ago? I don't even know the time limit. But like apparently, she's not. But I, I mean, I'm, I'd be fine. I if wouldn't she mind. Wasn't it. but yeah, I'm like... fine either way. Honestly, like there isn't a way like. If she is a Skywalker, I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, she's a Skywalker, what? And if she's like not a Skywalker, I'm not going to be like, what, she's not a Skywalker? I don't really care either way. I can I can see progression going from either way. Yeah. And, I mean, I think they've built up this, like, that she kind of is a Skywalker based on how she's so natural at using the Force. Mm-hmm. And she's got this connection to Luke and Leia and Han, like... Mm-hmm. There's so much pointing to that she is. They would kind of have to do something bold to say that she isn't. Other yeah, than Kylo sure. Ren being like, "You're nothing." Your parents because it's were gonna it's gonna get backlash either way. Yeah, it's that's the sad thing about these new Star Wars movies is they're gonna get hate regardless yeah. of what happens. Mm-hmm. Which is it could be a masterpiece like The Mandalorian, and it's still yeah. gonna get hate. People are complaining about The Mandalorian, and I don't know how they're doing that because it's such <laughs> know, a it's great just, show. It's just these forty-year-old keyboard warriors who are like, "Oh, The Mandalorian is bad because," yeah. and then they bring up an invalid reason. Yeah, it's just being argumentative for the sake of being argumentative. Yeah, and I it it was me. Yeah. For the sake of covering all the movies, not just the Skywalker saga, before we move on to the original trilogy, let's talk about Rogue One and Solo for a minute. Solo's crim- criminally underrated. Yes, I oh, agree. Yeah, for sure. I went into Solo with very, very low expectations, and not only did I have those expectations met, but they were exceeded. Mm-hmm. I had, like, okay expectations for it, but I, ha- I went into the theater with, like, I was like, oh, okay. I wasn't like how I am with the sequel trilogy movies or Rogue One, where I'm just like super ecstatic and hyped and stuff. Yeah. I, I just didn't really care. I really only went and saw Solo because some of my friends were like, oh, yeah, let's all go see this new Star Wars movie together. Yeah. So, and Another I main it. reason is for like, I just wanted to see every Star Wars movie like on opening day. Mm-hmm. I didn't. No. Go ahead. You can go. No, you're good. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, I. I try to own every Star Wars movie on DVD, and I haven't done that. I'm I'm missing Solo. It's the only one I'm missing. Oh dang! It's really cheap now. Yeah, you, I, you can get that stuff off on like eBay for pretty cheap. Yeah, I need to do it. Yeah, no, I went into Solo just wanting like a good time. Like I didn't want some crazy like, you know, story altering like Skywalker saga thing. I just wanted to go yeah. have a good time, and I went in there and I left, and I was like, you know what that was a good time and that's all i wanted yeah it was basically a heist movie and that was cool yeah yeah it was really cool it felt like star wars just like the mandalorian it felt like star wars ocean solo (laughs) i think okay can we all agree that lando was the best part of solo well you obviously know that i agree with that statement childish gambino as lando like right exactly give him his own spinoff movie he was great i liked lando but I, I mean, yeah, I liked Lando. I think I liked Han better just because of the fact that it was a movie about Han. Yeah. I also just like the fact that um, 
they gave Woody Harrelson and they just basically gave him the script and said, this is what you need to say, but just be Woody Harrelson. And he plays the same character in every movie he's ever <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, you watch Zombieland and that's just, that's just Tobias Beckett, but in the Walking Dead universe. Yeah, he's literally in, like, every movie. It's same with, like, Samuel L. Jackson. He's, like, in every movie. I think another thing from Solo is, like, they wasn't solo supposed to be part of a trilogy but then it did so bad at the box office they were like mm, we're not i gonna think do so that. i don't remember because they set up like this thing with darth maul running the criminal syndicate oh yeah and i don't think they're gonna follow up on that unless they I do mean, in the new season of the clone that. wars maybe like in like like five to ten years i could see that but like i can't see that happening in the next like four years i wonder if they'll bring it up in the obi-wan series Oh, yeah, that's true. They could do that. Oh, I'm so excited for the Obi-Wan series. Oh, yeah, man. It's going to be freaking crazy. Ewan McGregor. Oh, I'm beyond excited for that. I was I'm not excited. Go ahead. I was hearing rumors that they were going to uncanon the episode of Rebels where Obi-Wan uh, duels Darth Maul. So Are you serious? Yeah, I heard rumors that they were going to make that not canon so they could put that story and alter it in the obi-wan tv show hmm whoa yeah that's crazy i've i've never heard that before that's awesome i wouldn't be against that because i mean like think about it that whole episode of rebels i I know we're supposed to be talking about like the movies but like just since we're on the topic if you watch the episode of rebels and nothing happens that affects the rebels tv show as a whole it's literally just, like, fan service that they decided to put there. Yeah. That's true, and, like, that was such a hyped-up episode, and, like, I remember after a while, like, I watched that, like, at the, the night that it, like, came out, and I remember being so disappointed because the lightsaber battle was, like, like four seconds. Yeah, they hyped it up in the trailers, like, this big epic duel between old yeah. rivals, and it was, like, one slash, and he's dead. <laughs> dead. I was like, wow, okay. And that's, like, a really, like, I don't know, you bring Darth Maul back you got to do something cool with him. And just to kind of do that is kind of like a slap in the face. I know. Not only the people who liked him in episode one, but people who watched him in the Clone Wars and people who were excited to see his story in, well, technically the episode Rebels came out before Solo, so never mind that. Mm-hmm. They, they yeah. did great things with him in the Clone Wars. Yeah, I think I, I agree with that. They really did. I liked his character in the Clone Wars. And, I mean... <laughs> For what for what it's worth, I'm excited to see what they do with him in this next season of the Clone Wars. You know, they they tease the fight between him and Ahsoka, and I'm like, oh well, you already have my money. Yeah, for real. Just right. show it to me now. I'm just hoping they don't pull a Rebels. It's like two seconds. I don't. I don't think it will. No, at the Clone Wars panel at a uh, Star Celebration, like Dave Filoni was talking about how they actually got like mocap like fight sequence for it now that's mm-hmm. cool so, yeah i think it's gonna be a little more than a couple slashes i think it's gonna be a whole like thing if they're mocapping it if they do it right that'll end up being one of my favorite lightsaber duels of all time and it needs dialogue that's what like sometimes i don't like about some lightsaber duels is how there's like zero like dialogue that's why i like the return of the jedi fight so much is because you know it has dialogue in it and it's right. emotional and stuff it's not just, like, aimless swinging your lightsaber around. Yeah, it's just, like, that gets boring after a while. Like, yeah, it's cool, but, like, it needs more depth to it. Yeah. And oh, I was going to say something, and I forgot. 
<laughs> oh, I think this this arc of the new the new Clone Wars will fill in the gap that Rebels left because like Ahsoka and Maul know each other, but we don't know how they know each other. So I think this will fill in that gap of like how they met, what their history is like, and it'll just make Rebels make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Which I wait. Think- so can I- you remind me how they know each other? Because like I've only like seen like I've probably seen like only like. 40 episodes of the Clone Wars. Um, they didn't meet in the Clone Wars. They, so Ahsoka came back in Rebels, and then Maul came back in Rebels, and they all were in the same place at that uh, Sith Temple, I think it was. And that's when Ahsoka was like, oh, I know you. And Maul was like, oh, yeah, I know you. But they never, oh, yeah. They never took the time to explain how they knew each other. Mm hmm. So it was kind of out of place as to why. So yeah, now true. I think we'll get that. That's true. Also in that Sith Temple, there were... Uh, um, what's Kylo Ren's lightsaber called? Is it a cross, cross guard? guard? Yeah, there were cross guard lightsabers in there too. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I really hope they do more with the cross guard lightsabers. They're so cool. That's true. Um, I want one of those Black Series cross guard lightsabers so bad. I've wanted it for so long. I wish they would let you build cross guard lightsabers at Galaxy's Edge. Like, I would that hop on that immediately. Yeah. Get a blue one of those. Oh. Mm-hmm. Easy. Didn't you build your own lightsaber at Galaxy Edge? You can. It's, I haven't yeah, done it yet. single blade, I think. Huh. Yeah, it's a single blade. They sell Darth Mauls and Ventures. Yeah, they sell the Kylo Ren ones there, but you can't, like, make it. Okay. I, I Again, I know we're supposed to be talking about the movies, but this is just kind of a Star Wars podcast in general. Yeah. Speaking of Galaxy's Edge, if you go there... I would stay away from the legacy lightsabers because mm-hmm. they're not worth the money. And yeah. I can I can speak from experience. I bought the Ray lightsaber, which was $130 for just the hilt. And to get a blade, it was either an extra $40 or $50 to get a blade wow. to go with it. Which puts me up to about $180. And the Ray lightsaber is the cheapest one there. Mm-hmm. Like you can get Ahsoka's, which I think is 150, because you get both of them. It's so dope though; it's like curved. Yeah, I know. Oh wow, they're Look very tempting. Mace Windu's is 130. Yeah, they're. That's not the cheap. thing, dude. Like Black Series, I feel like is the way whenever it comes to just good quality lightsabers, because like you can find them on sale. They're like metal; they're not plastic. The blades are good quality. Um. And they're always coming out with new ones. And the Legacy Sabers at Galaxy's Edge are basically just the Black Series ones, but they're sold in a fancy shop for more money. Yeah. And it's Disney, so it's obviously going to be, like, a lot more money. Yeah. And, I mean, had I had I gotten the blade, I would have been at 180 which, if I'm going to spend that much, I might as well just pay the extra money and go do the build-your-own mm-hmm. and get, like, that yeah. whole experience and the customization out of it, which is what I'm doing on my next trip, and I'm really excited to do that. The thing with the build your own lightsaber things is, I think I've told you this before, but like the blades are a lot more like, um, like they're not as thin. They're like more bulkier holding them in your hand mm-hmm. and they're a lot more heavy. So like, it's really hard to duel with them. Yeah. And you know, I do all the spinning stuff. Cause they're, but, the, uh, the hilts themselves are heavy. Yeah. It's kind of like holding a real sword. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's a lot harder to swing around than a plastic lightsaber that you get at Target. Yeah, and I've had, like, 
like always as a kid i would always just like like learn how to do all the tricks and stuff and like that's the thing if i buy a lightsaber for like over 100 bucks i want to like play with it and stuff right i i used to be really good at dueling with lightsabers yeah I mean, I just want to go to Galaxy's Edge so I can get one of those uh, Sprite cans. And oh, yeah. Apparently, you can't, like, bring them on, on the on airplanes. Okay. What? So, yeah. speaking of that, you can, but right when Galaxy's Edge opened, TSA flipped out, thought they were real grenades, and banned <laughs> them from the, from the plane. Regardless of the fact that it said Sprite or Coca-Cola on it, <laughs> you could very clearly tell it was a plastic bottle. But no. Imagine, <laughs> imagine Disney selling actual bombs. <laughs> TSA had a massive flip out about these grenades, so they banned them entirely. And if you tried to take them on the plane, you'd have to throw them away. That's so ignorant. Oh my and god. And then right after that, I want to say a couple weeks after that, they released a press release that was like, oh, these are allowed. Just make sure they are empty and don't have anything in them. And you can put that's, them in that's your That's still that, like, <laughs> so lame, dude. Yeah. And if you take a droid back, I, I'm i under the, I, from what I heard, if you take a droid back, they have to, like, take your droid apart. Oh, my god. And, gosh. like, take all of the pieces apart and check it. And then they just give you the pieces back and you figure out how to put it back together. I don't that's know. That's what's good. That's what's good about living close, so you can drive. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can drive to the Orlando yeah. Park, so it's not a big deal for me, but I know that sucks for people who have to dr- or fly. Yeah, and like in other countries and stuff. Yeah, I I think Disney would ship it to you, maybe, but mm-hmm. that's like an extra fee. Yeah, which is just not worth it for a, like, a, a droid. Yeah, which I already paid $100 for. Why would I pay like mm-hmm. another 50 bucks to just get it shipped home? Exactly. So, and I mean, Galaxy's Edge is really, really, really cool, but I, the, my problem is I don't think the crowds are ever going to get to a point where you can just enjoy it being empty. Yeah, that's true. Because I went opening weekend and it wasn't awful, but it was still really crowded. It was hot. And yeah, that's what I can't stand about like that stuff being hot. Like, now, dude, I can't. Oh, that would suck. They did have a lot of like fans out blowing air to keep you cooled off, and they weren't. They weren't like they set up these box fans, so it looked really mm-hmm. out of place. They they had like themed fans because they knew this was was what was going to happen. So they had like themed fans uh, implanted in the walls, and you know, facing all kinds of different ways that look like they're themed so that they're supposed to be there, and it's not like out of place. Mm-hmm. I think they'd be like just to the Walmart and bought like a hundred box fans. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is a, gets to the checkout. This is a tax exempt order. Oh, who's it for? Uh, the Walt Disney Company. What? <laughs> no, is, it's is fine. It, is, it, is it canon then that box fans are in Star Wars if it's in Galaxy's Edge? Yes, <laughs> I guess so. I I heard somewhere that like in Galaxy's Edge, there's apparently in a bathroom somewhere. There's um, what's the Star Wars language? Arabesh. Yeah, it's like so, that. That name lives or whatever. Yeah, it's it's Mario that, Jade lives. Yeah, yeah, that's that was confirmed to be fake. Uh, I was so I got so excited. Yeah. What was it? M- Mara Jade lives in like a bathroom or something. There's like or all around the park. There's like Star Wars language apparently, and like in, in this bathroom apparently there was like language. Whenever you trans- translated it, it said like 
RJ lives, and then it was like confirmed to be fake. I got really excited for that because I thought they were bringing her back in the canon for the rise. Yeah, of Yeah, and was that like Luke's wife? Yeah, which which had she been brought back in the canon, that would have been an easy way for them to introduce Rey as a Skywalker. But no, Mara Jade is still not canon. Yeah. But hey, she could still be in Rise of Skywalker. We don't know. Maybe that was them trying not to spoil this big thing. But that movie's already going to be full enough. I don't think they would squeeze anything else in there. Yeah. And, like, honestly, even with the movie being, like, what is it? Like, two hours, 34 minutes? Yeah. With, like, all the planets and stuff that are that we have, like, the snow planet, the desert planet, the forest planet, the Death Star water ocean planet. Like, it's going to be, like, I hope it doesn't feel rushed with all the yeah, planets no. and then, like, going to all of them. I I mean, J.J. is in charge of the, was in charge of the writing, so I think it should be pretty solid. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, The Force Awakens isn't my favorite movie, but it was paced pretty okay. Yeah. So, and I, ha- I haven't seen any of J.J.'s other films, but, I mean, The Force Awakens, at the very least, was paced really good. Yeah, so that's I'd- why I'm not as nervous about The Rise of Skywalkers, because I really like The Force it was based yeah well after that long tangent um so what what's the let's do let's basically do the same thing with rogue one what was your guys's thoughts on rogue one um i thought the first half of it was kind of long but being a star wars fan i didn't really mind it too much but mm-hmm. then um as soon as they kind of get to uh yavin for the whole uh group of them it really picks up and it becomes my second favorite star wars movie Mm -hmm. rogue one is i think like my favorite like star wars thing outside of the skywalker saga um just because it was just action-packed and i like the way it was paced i love the characters and um it really lived up to the hype in my opinion and then the ending was great fight scenes were great the space battles were everything about it was great it just felt like star wars and i feel like that's what Every, it's just it lived up to what everyone was saying it would be yeah and i mean i love rogue one i thought i think it's the best movie that conveys like this like that the original trilogy it is a war between mm-hmm. a, a government empire and terrorists basically and mm-hmm. of course we take the side of the terrorists because sure they are labeled as terrorists but they're they're doing it for a good cause and i and i don't want to make it sound like i'm legitimizing terrorism but in the context of rogue one it shows a lot more of the gritty war side of it and i think that was a fresh take on the just generic oh yes the rebels are good the empire is bad and it got into like okay well why are the rebels good why is the empire bad like what are they doing that makes them so bad yeah and of course um rogue one gives us the single best line in the star wars saga um are we blind deploy the garrison <laughs> yeah the for real. most obvious line krennic oh smartest villain <laughs> he just gets beat up the whole film i feel sorry for him he's yeah, just like he just... more lines huck hucks yeah he just he just gets crapped on the entire movie mm-hmm. so what is it Tarkin steals his credit for the Death Star. He goes to Vader to complain. Vader chokes him out. He goes back. He tries... gets pawned on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I love Rogue One Vader because it still shows that Anakin is in there, mm-hmm. but it's also like the terrifying Vader, especially the end scene where he's in 
the ship and like just killing people oh my god yeah that was that's my favorite part of rogue one is how closely connected it is to the original trilogy everything about rogue one is connected to the original trilogy and there's like there's very little plot holes and it's not like forcibly connect to the original trilogy it's not like fan service original trilogy yeah it's it would make sense for these things to be connected to rogue one so I think that's another part of what makes it so great is like someone walked into Kathleen Kennedy's office and they were like, let's make a movie about the rebel spies who got the information on the first Death Star. Yeah. Do we really need to make a movie about that? And they're like, yes, here's the however many page long script. Read it. And she's like, oh, well, that looks good. Let's make it a movie. So. I loved how Rogue One ends literally right at the where a new hope picks up which is awesome because a new hope is such an old movie and it just feels like perfectly connected and how you could literally put a side by side where rogue one ends and then a new hope immediately starts and it feels like the same movie yeah it's just like this really long star wars movie yeah and none of the characters are from the first movie or in the second one yeah which is the one thing i don't like about rogue one and it's kind of unavoidable the fact that, like, aside from, like, yeah, Bail Organa and, like, you know, Princess Leia at the absolute end and Darth Vader, I guess, none of the characters from Rogue One end up showing up in the original. Well, at least they get Tarkin. Yeah. So, I don't know. It feels a little disjointed from A New Hope, but I guess it's kind of unavoidable. Yeah, they yeah. kind of had to because, like, the only mention of Jin and the other, like, that rebel group was just, like, many people died to get us this information died. that's about it and didn't they say rogue one in the original trilogy i may be wrong like i like remember them maybe mentioning... they did i'm not sure yeah i'm not sure either but yeah unfortunately i got the the vader scene at the end spoiled for me like a day before i saw the movie Someone that's like one of the few like... that's the only stars film that i've went into not being spoiled i I've gone into The Last Jedi was the only movie I've gone into not spoiled. The Last Jedi and Solo. Uh someone spoiled that Han dies in The Force Awakens. Yeah. And then someone spoiled the Vader scene in Rogue One. And then I went into The Last Jedi blind, I went into Solo blind, and I'm trying to go into The Rise of Skywalker blind, but it depends on the legitimacy of the leak I saw. YouTube has literally spoiled so many Star Wars films for me. The Force Awakens I remember, like the literally, like the hour before I went to see The Force Awakens, I was like watching YouTube, and uh, it like came up with my recommended. It was like Han's death scene in The Force Awakens, and then it just showed like the still of his face with like the red on him, with him like with like his mouth open and stuff. Yeah. And then um, with The Last Jedi, um, I believe it was the day before, also, um, or the yeah, the day before. Um, it was like a brick film of Snoke dying, and it was like Snoke's death, Lego brick film, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" We we and live in a. I have to go to the Rise of Skywalker on day one. Because yeah. World to me. Yeah. I have a trip the fifteenth to the nineteenth, but I'm coming back uh, early the nineteenth, like we're leaving early, so I'll be back in time. Fingers crossed, I can find tickets, but I should be able to go to like a seven o'clock showing of the Rise of Skywalker. I'm gonna try. Yeah. If not, I still have tickets to go on the twentieth. So I'm getting to go a day before, which is crazy because like I got on there within um I think it was like five minutes. All of the shows for the day before were sold out on Fang uh 
what's it called fandango fandango yeah from fandango yeah it was crazy crazy and i i feel like we live in a time where you have to go see the movie opening day otherwise you the risk of you getting spoiled gets higher every day you don't see the movie you just got to stay off social media man and then you're good yeah or you you know you go to school and then some freaking jerk will be like blah 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 dies someone spoiled endgame for me a week before i saw it <laughs> like my friend sent me a reddit post that was uh iron man dies in endgame and i was like oh that's not true and oh yeah was died. it just like the black screen and the white text and yeah it just says, and i was like <laughs> yeah dude so then we went we went to class the next day and I told the teacher and she was like, Oh, that's an automatic five points off your grade because I said no spoiling endgame and I was like, Ha <laughs> loser. Gosh. Because everyone in my class was a huge Marvel fan and we like we vowed not to speak spoilers at all. And I mean I didn't say anything I spread a lot of fake endgame spoilers. Yeah. Which is fun. Because yeah, people get fun. really mad because they don't know if it's true or not. But, and then you say something making a joke and then it actually actually is true and then you're like, oh. Oops. <laughs> that was a mistake. No, I remember somebody wrote um uh last Jedi spoilers on the whiteboard of our college. <laughs> like they went around like two days after it came out and they wrote like last Jedi spoilers like all over whiteboards. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just like, you know, Snoke died, it was like Leia, Mary Poppins, and, like, a bunch of, like, random spoilers. <laughs> Out of context. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my favorite posts are, like, uh, blank movie spoilers, but with no context. Yeah. And it's, like, random pictures. And people who've seen it get it, but people who don't are like, oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know what that means. So, that being said, I think... I'd say that wraps up our coverage on Rogue One, Solo, and the prequels. Because those are all technically prequels. All right, so the original trilogy, everyone's favorite trilogy because they either hate the prequels, hate the sequels, or hate both. Yeah. So thoughts on the pre- on the original trilogy? Um, Empire Strikes Back has given me so much nostalgia through my life that I don't think I could watch any other Star Wars movie without comparing it to Empire Strikes Back in some mm-hmm. way. Um, episode four just obviously gets mad respect for, you know, just kind of kicking the whole thing off and kicking this whole crazy journey off. But, um, Return of the Jedi is a kind of a cop out for me at times. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like a B plus movie in my opinion. Right. Like it passed the class, but like, it's not going to get like a good letter of recommendation from a teacher. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's good, but like, it's just, there's some parts that are just like, it's not the A plus student. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, you know, I've grown up with the original trilogy. Episode four is the first movie that I ever watched. Um, it's kind of what started this whole fandom for me, and uh, I got to give it respects for that. Uh, like Lendina said, Return of the Jedi isn't my favorite movie. It's not my least favorite movie. Um, the ending is amazing, uh, and then <clears throat> Empire Strikes Back is just like ten out of ten. Man, it's it's easily in like the top five best films of all of all time in my opinion um the character development in the original trilogy is phenomenal doesn't really get better than that um yeah it's just they're just just really amazing films and some of the best films of all time in my opinion yeah i think i can agree with that if you look at like 
top 10 films of all time, at least one of the original trilogy movies is up there. It's yeah. usually Empire Strikes Back, which I I haven't watched the original trilogy in a while, but I would say it's my favorite out of them all, with Empire being my favorite, as I said earlier. But I can agree. I think the characters are much better. Um, and, I mean, it was all made in the 1970s and 80s, which is crazy that everybody still loves it to this day. Like, exactly. Holds it to such a high standard when we have all this new technology now and the movies are just True. not as good. I wish you can go, like, movie to movie now. Yeah, I guess so. We can start with A New Hope. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll go first. Uh, I feel like A New Hope is just, like Landino said, it kicked the whole thing off and it made Star Wars what it is today. I feel like George Lucas was in his prime. It started off uh, with being like George Lucas expected it to like, you know, not be like good or like not make the box office that it did. Um, I feel like uh, the movie pacing was good. Uh, I really like the cantina scene. That's, That's probably my favorite scene. scene. Yeah. It's probably my favorite scene in the movie. Um, Obi-Wan versus uh, Darth Vader was great. Uh, I like Once again, I liked it because it had dialogue. It may not be the gre- greatest lightsaber battle ever, but it had dialogue, which makes it deeper. Um, right. Yeah, so, um, and then, you know, the Death Star scene, iconic. Uh, one of the best space battles in the franchise. So, uh, yeah, I think A New Hope is one of the best films in Star Wars. And there's just a lot of iconic stuff in the original trilogy like yeah most of well i can't say most of the star wars memes but a good bit of the star wars memes come from the original trilogy because not mm-hmm. because it's bad in memes because it's iconic right it's like it's these iconic memes like the i love you i know or mm-hmm. like the force will be with you always like there's yeah. just so many iconic quotes in there and i i i don't know why we don't see that in these new movies. I don't know if it's like a writing thing or if it's just because nostalgia, maybe. Yeah, it's a nostalgia thing. Like, Yeah, that, yeah, that's 100%. I think a lot of Star Wars memes come from nostalgia, which I feel like is why the sequel trilogy isn't as loved as it is because it has zero nostalgia. Right. Um, like you look at even like SpongeBob memes, which are like, you know, the most basic of memes. You never see SpongeBob memes on like the new episodes of SpongeBob. They're yeah. Really- was a spongebob that came out when i was like you know eight or seven mm-hmm. i think the sequel trilogy will have that but it'll be another four five ten years before it gets to that point yeah which is why i feel like the prequels are getting so much love and i feel like in 10 years you know like people like us that grew up with the sequels we're gonna go back and have nostalgia for it and then we're gonna you know just love it right like, Maybe that won't happen. Maybe it will, but we'll see. The Force Awakens was the first movie, was the first Star Wars movie I saw in the theater. Yeah, same. Like, sitting in a theater with a packed audience to see this Star Wars movie and hearing the music, like the the title card and all of that, just in the theater, it's it's this surreal experience that you don't get the same feeling just like rewatching the DVDs. Easily, like, top ten moments. One of the, like, top ten moments of my life is seeing the opening of The Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. And I know we're supposed to be talking about the OT, but to keep in this vein of, like, surreal experiences, when I went and saw The Last Jedi, that was the 
Thursday, like opening night movie. And there mm-hmm. were so many Star Wars fans there. There were people mm-hmm. with like lightsabers and cosplay and costumes. Like you can tell that these people really cared about the movie. And mm-hmm. when big bombastic scenes happened, like the intro, everybody was clapping and cheering. And when I'll, I'll never forget when, um, Kylo kills Snoke and like draws the lightsaber towards him and Ray grabs it. There was so much applause and cheering when that happened. I'll never be able to get that feeling from watching the last Jedi in my room with my friends. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's not the same. Which and... is why I'm really hyped to see the rise of Skywalker day before is because, you know, it's just going to be full of star Wars fans. I've n- like, I've never really seen that before because I've always went to like the late showings of the opening day. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm just really excited. And I mean, I I got the same thing with Endgame. It was just like, I, man, I wish you could record those things so you could go back and listen to them again. But obviously, you can't because, I mean, there's rules against that. But there's still. stuff like that on YouTube. I've seen like the compilations. They like the turn the flash off, you <laughs> yeah. moron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that is such a good clip. And it's just like perfectly timed. Turn off the flash, you moron! <laughs> dude, dude. <Awesome. laughs> it's 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 truly a masterpiece of a, yeah. a video. And it's it's just like a once in a lifetime thing. You can't get that from anything else, right? You're not going to get that sitting in your room, yeah. Watching the Force Awakens. Nothing really, nothing really happened like that when I saw the the Force Awakens. Because I yeah, went saw it New War- I saw it at New Year's Day. So, like, the big crowds had already, you know, been at it, and, like, the super fans had already seen it. The only yeah. reason I hadn't seen it is because my grandparents heard the slightest hint that there would be uh, a gay person in it, and they were like, yeah, we're not watching that. So, yeah. it took me two weeks of convincing to let them fin- to let them let me finally go see it. So, and I mean, really good movie. I enjoyed it. It was really cool to see a Star Wars movie on the big screen. Yeah, which is a main reason why it's like my favorite Star Wars film. Yeah, but now on to Empire Strikes Back. Um, is that is that everyone here's favorite movie out of the originals? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I rewatched that recently, and uh, I just don't like how whiny Luke is now rewatching it. I'm like, man, he just whines the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. But uh, you know, I think um, the movie as a whole, though, it's weird. That, like, I don't like the main character in the movie, but yeah, I still really, really love the whole movie. Right. Mm-hmm. It's really weird for me, but yeah, that's my own personal take on it. And I guess that's part of the spectacle of like you can dislike the main character, but you still like love the rest of the movie because the movie is just that good. Yeah. And like I agree. the whole okay, my, I think my favorite scene out of the entirety of empire strikes back is either the fight on hoth or the fight between luke and vader at the end like Mm -hmm. i i don't think i could actually i don't think i can pick a favorite scene because there's just so many good scenes in that movie like han and leia's kiss in the falcon the hoth thing the carbonite Luke and Vader fighting. Like, there's just so much in that movie. If I had to pick a favorite scene, it would probably be when Luke and Yoda are together and then 
lifts the falcon and then he like says the do or do not there is no try like mm-hmm. it's just amazing you totally use that like life lessons yeah they they reference that do or do not there is no try in um uh rebels because i i recently started oh yeah rebels, mm-hmm. and he was like well how can i do if i don't try to do and mm-hmm. it's like this really like they twist the words and it's really confusing mm-hmm. and he's like yeah uh, master yoda he's say that i think but he it was always confusing to me yeah which not to get sidetracked but rebels is not a bad show i don't know oh, why yeah. people say it's a bad show i loved rebels whenever it was a thing i i have nostalgia for it because you know i i was fairly young whenever it came out and yeah i just i loved it i think people dislike it because it's not the clone wars yeah, I agree. They just, like, Disney canceled the Clone Wars, and then people got mad, and then they tried to start Rebels, and everybody was still mad, so they just didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Rebels got a good four seasons, so... And, of course, it's all on Disney+, Plus, and I'm going to be rewatching it. Mm-hmm. Really? Four? I thought it was only three. No, it... It... What did it... And I think the third season ended... I don't remember where it ended. I want to say the third season ended with the fight at the Sith Temple with um, uh, Vader and Ahsoka. Which, by the way, that is my favorite scene out of Rebels as a whole. I feel like we're going to find out what happened to Ezra. Like him, like, transport or going to hyperspace in the end. I feel like they wouldn't have done that if they wouldn't. If they're not going to, like, show what happened, that would be completely, like, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. they're gonna wait until Ezra's like a really like um highly regarded character and people like ask for it and then they're gonna like build the hype up for it. And that's mm-hmm. gonna learn what happened to Ezra and Thrawn. Yeah. Cause they just disappeared. Yeah. Like I mean they're not Isn't there a rumor going around that Thrawn is gonna be a nut? I heard a rumor about yeah, that. Yeah, but there, I mean there were a lot of happening. rumors going around. <clears throat> I don't see anywhere for Thrawn to fit. They already made like What if what? he was a part of the Sith fleet? With, like, the Emperor. Or oh, the... that's very true. Yeah. People wouldn't know who he is, though. And that would, like, yeah, that's true. Off. Yeah, that would be really confusing. Who's this random blue guy? Yeah, but the same... Oh, yeah, that's true. I was about to say the same thing with Maul, but I forgot that. Like, Maul was in The Phantom Menace, and then he was in The Clone Wars, and then he was in Rebels, and then he was in Solo. So, mm-hmm. there have been multiple points where you can expose yourself to Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he's this foreign character, whereas Thrawn has been in what a book, and then yeah, a book, and then Rebels. the e or yeah, EU expanded universe. He was in the EU, and then Disney was like, "Oh yes, we can make Thrawn canon, but mm-hmm. nothing else from the EU." It's true. Hey, they made the Tie Defender canon. That's all I care about. Or the Tie Crawler. Can we get? The, I want the Tie Crawler to be canonized. Yeah. That's a set I want. Oh my gosh. I saw the the speeder, the Pasana speeder, the First Order one, in the trailer. And, like, how it moves around. Oh my god. Oh, okay. And Beautiful. While we're talking about that, uh, in the trailer, you can see it, like, um, the the jump trooper's on it. And then it kind of, like, goes, like, the back pushes forward. And yeah, then like jumps off of it. They didn't include off. that in the set. No, they didn't know it was going to happen. They didn't know they could do that. Yeah. That's the problem with Lego sets, though. Like, they get their 
they get their concept stuff so far in advance yeah by the time it's produced disney or whoever has changed around things and they're like oh man cough cough kylo ren's command shuttle cough cough (laughs) biggest waste of 130 dollars i've ever spent yeah it has the same exact pieces as the new one fun fact yeah i saw that does it i didn't realize yeah 1005 in both sets that's crazy i wonder if they did that on purpose i think they did they probably did that sounds like something they do because there there was another set that they did like um the year in pieces i think it was for one of like the space sets they did like the year yeah they did the launch year in the pieces and it was that's really cool but anyway um return of the jedi thoughts ewoks are bad Okay, uh, yeah. okay, but why are Ewoks bad? I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I just want to know why you think Ewoks are bad. I don't know, man. They just kind of threw them in there. There wasn't any kind of rhyme or reason with them. Fun fact, Ewok is never has never been said in the trilogy. Really? The word Ewok. Yeah, the word Ewok has never been said in the Star Wars trilogy. But yet it's such a recognizable term. Yeah. Wow. I I didn't know that. Mhm. Wow. I I rewatched. I started rewatching Return of the Jedi today, and I just watched like the whole Tatooine scene with mm-hmm. like Leia being Jabba's slave. And man, I used to think that was cool as a kid, but now it kind of makes me a little uncomfortable. That's my least favorite part of the whole movie is the whole sequence. It's not bad. It's just like it gets boring. It's and it may slow. be because I've watched it a million times, but it just gets boring. Yeah. No, I I agree. It's just kind of slow. Like I remember mm-hmm. the Rancor fight being way cooler when I was younger. Yeah, same. Now that now, see, looking back, I find all these plot holes. Like, why didn't Luke use the Force against the Rancor? Yeah. Like, was he trying to conceal his Force powers? Because if that's the case, well, he failed because he mind tricked his way into the palace. Mm-hmm. So, and it's just these little things that I didn't pick up on until now. And also, like, Luke using the Force choke, isn't that, like, specifically a dark side thing? Yeah. Yep. You know what really needs to be explored in these movies? Gray Jedi. Oh, yeah. It's been mentioned, it's canon, but we have not done anything with it. I'm pretty sure, wasn't Qui-Gon Jinn a Grey Jedi? I heard that. That's I think true. he was. Oh, he was? Maybe? I've I'm, heard I'm that, like... i it up right now. I'm not sure. I, like, I feel like I watched a video on, like, Grey Jedi and I thought like i remember quagun jim being the thumbnail there's there's a great jedi and jedi fallen order i'm pretty sure and then wouldn't like mace windu be considered a great jedi because he uses side and light side force powers yeah wait what's the like i forgot that like what's the description of a great jedi oh, like isn't it on. someone that like they use the force but they're not considered like light or dark Yep, just like a purely like uh, a force being almost like trained, but not prescribing to either uh, good or bad. Yeah. So it's said that Qui Gon Jinn was thought of as a great Jedi because uh, by some members of the Order for his frequent disagreements with the Council. Okay, so he okay. I wouldn't consider him a great Jedi though, because like just because someone he 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 isn't self proclaimed. As a great Jedi, people just call him that. Right. And I think that would be something interesting to explore, but I guess they 
Lucasfilm doesn't think that's something that needs to be explored. But yeah, I'm not gonna not gonna judge. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I don't know if y'all have seen the deleted scene with um, with Luke in the beginning of Return of the Jedi. Whenever he uses or he creates his lightsaber, that was completely unnecessary. Removing that because it, it, it was originally the opening of the film it would do it would do the credits and it would go to tatooine and then it showed luke building his lightsaber and then he entered the temple or java's palace oh wow yeah how did they, why did they cut that out i don't know time yeah time was but like it's like a it's like a one in one minute 50 second scene yeah and the movies i mean it's two hours and 15 minutes mm-hmm. so it i <laughs> I don't know why we cut things out of movies, but there's so many deleted scenes in Star Wars movies that like I wish weren't deleted. Specifically, like Shakti getting killed by Grievous, and the, the, yeah, specifically in Revenge of the Sith, there's so many good deleted scenes, like uh, Anakin didn't, entering the Jedi Temple. Didn't and then... they cut out a lot of Order sixty six? Oh yeah, a lot. I have the blue or the the dog on Blu-ray, and it cut scenes, and like a bunch of it is orders, like at least like like. Like thirteen minutes of it is older sixty six stuff. Dang, I can't I can't believe they just like got rid of it like that. And like I feel like order sixty six is one of the most important things in Revenge Sith. Right. No, I would agree with that. That's what. That's basically what the whole movie is based around. Kind of is like mm-hmm. that the fall of the Republic and the start of the Empire. And then the order sixty six main sequence is just like what like three. Three or five, three to five minutes. I don't yeah. remember specifically. Because it has it has Anakin marching on the temple with, um, the five hundred first, and then it shows Yoda getting attacked, um, Kiari Mundi getting attacked, Plo Koon getting attacked, and Alea Secura getting attacked, and I think that was it. Yeah, originally there was going to be a scene where, uh, oh, went to the scene wherever Obi Wan and Yoda walk up to the temple. And then there's Clone Wars disguised as like uh, as Jedi, and then they're like talking to him, and then Obi Wan is like, "Y'all make terrible Jedi," and then they just like start fighting. It's awesome. I, I, I remember thinking that was actually in the movie because I played the complete song. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "That's in the movie." Then watching the movie, but wait, definitely not. Yeah. They should. Is that isn't that what a director's cut of the movie is though? Is like it adds a bunch of the deleted scenes. The actual deleted scene is like mainly animated, like oh. Obi Wan and the clones are real, but or some of the clones are real, and then like Yoda is like like super animated, and the temple is super animated. It's weird. Yeah, so it's like unfinished CGI. Yeah, they did that with a scene from Endgame. One of the like when they re-released the movie to add like the stuff and push the movie over like the highest grossing film of all time. Uh, they showed footage of Hulk. But it was like the really bad CGI that mm-hmm. wasn't finished. Yeah, which, they don't walk; they just like waddle. Yeah, they like shift from side to side. It's yeah, really like in those weird. meme animation videos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, sticking with our theme of covering things in between the movies, there are two significant things to cover between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Uh, one of them is Battlefront Two, and the other is The Mandalorian. Um, okay. I feel like we don't even need to cover the sequel trilogy because we already kind of talked about it while we talked about all the other trilogies. Yeah. 
I, I have some more thoughts to give on The Last Jedi, but... Okay, that's fair. Um, Battlefront 2 was okay. The campaign wasn't great. Um, definitely wasn't needed. If it were decanonized, I wouldn't miss it. Uh, but I think it was cool that we finally got to see something Operation Cinder that wasn't in a comic or a book. Mm-hmm. That's basically summarizing my thoughts on this, the campaign from that game. I like to see the Battle of Jakku kind of like a much more uh, personal view of it. Yeah. yeah, I I really like Battlefront 2, man. It's just, I like the uh, campaign was good. I feel like they kind of baited us into thinking that it was going to be storm a storm, you get to play as a stormtrooper. Um, but I just like Battlefront because like the memories and stuff. It was just like, uh, it, was, it was just like I was in a g- really good point in my life whenever it came out. And it's just a great game. And I feel like it got way too much hate than it, that it needed. Yeah. It, it suffered a lot. And I mean, it, it suffered a lot, but it's also kind of getting back now. Like it's, yeah. it's a lot better now than it was when it launched. But I mean, it's way know, too late for it to get better though. Like it's been yeah. out for two years man and they're they're not gonna make another one till like 2021 or 2022 so i don't which is know. necessary i feel like yeah i feel like if they like brought out a battlefront 3 like next year it would get like completely memed and it would just get i feel like hated before it even even came out what would they even put in a battlefront 3 though that's not i have no idea movie, but, which is this... another thing like there's nothing there to put like <laughs> Yeah, it's I not, agree. It would have in... to be, it would have to be completely different from Battlefront Two, which like, like, remaking the mechanics of it, like, so many different guns, like different, like the animation is has to be like so much better. Yeah, which is hard to do because Battlefront Two graphics are just amazing. But yeah, it's it's hard to top something they've already done. Yeah, Call of Duty kind of releases the same game every two years or every year or whatnot, so. Yeah, but it's also Call of Duty, and they've been doing that for years. Yeah. All right. Now, I, I'm sure we'll spend a, a decent amount of time on this, but The Mandalorian. Now, oh boy. I, I want to preface this by saying, if you're listening to this, we're going to be talking spoilers for the first... Have you guys seen the third episode? I think you have, right? Yeah, I've seen them all. I've only seen episode three once, though, so my my like a memory on it might not be the best yeah so, i've only that. seen i've only seen them all once but i've seen one and two uh no i've seen i've seen one twice the second one once and the third one once okay landino at least twice okay so we'll be talking spoilers for the first three episodes of the mandalorian uh just because like when we're recording this there's no other episodes out at the moment so the mandalorian Let's talk. Um, I know this is going to be a kind of a bold claim, but I think it's the the best piece of Star Wars media we've gotten out of Disney Star Wars. Uh, I'm going to be hesitant to say that until I see yeah, all episodes. I agree. I, I can so see that far, argument. Right now, yeah, it is. So far. Very, very uh, man. I somewhat agree with that. It's just I like The Force Awakens so much that it's hard to say that, but the Mandalorian is great, man. It's just really freaking amazing, and it's something that we all needed. It's it's like I was really excited for the Mandalorian when it got announced, and then I saw the trailer, and then I saw mm-hmm. the second trailer, and then I saw the first episode, and I was like, 
this is genius. I hope that Lucasfilm sees the positive reception to this and either mm-hmm. lets John Favreau do more Star Wars stuff in general or notices that the fans like this sort of not always Skywalker or Jedi or yeah. like not always a main thing about Star Wars. Yeah, but then again, if they're going to make like a full like trilogy on Star Wars, I feel like it has to have something to do with the Force because, you know, yeah. it, it like I, I, it would get I, I don't know. It just feels weird thinking about a Star, a Star Wars trilogy with no Jedi or. No- yeah, I, I can, I can see that. I think they should do more. Like they're making an Obi Wan uh, show. Like people have been asking yeah. for an Obi Wan show forever, and they finally did it. Especially with Ewan McGregor, or is yeah, Ewan McGregor. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. I feel like if it didn't include him, like there would be so much disappointment, and there would be zero hype for it. There was a rumor that it wasn't going to be Ewan McGregor. Yeah, I, I was remember like, that. Ah. I, was I like, think I'll pass oh, on that no. Obi-Wan show. Yeah, yeah. You either get Ewan McGregor or you don't make an Obi-Wan show. Yeah, at all. I agree. Baby Yoda. Not going to lie, Baby Yoda's pretty cute. When can I buy one at Galaxy's Edge? <laughs> when can I buy one in general, man? <laughs> when can I, I buy a Baby care. Yoda? John like, Favreau like, wouldn't let anybody... um like make any products on it until like the episode had aired because he didn't want anything to be spoiled yeah he yeah they were very tight-lipped about baby yoda Mm -hmm. also go go ahead um i'm wondering whenever we're gonna see the atsd raider and then the the bad guys maybe the episode four or five yeah before i've heard because okay it's it seems like that's the direction that things are ramping up in. And, yeah. And oh the the fight scene at the end of episode three with all the oh Mandalorians Lord, and the jetpacks against the rest of the guild, that took my breath away. I was like that, Yeah, man. I was just on the edge of my seat throughout the thing. Cause like whenever whenever the Mandalorian like I had no idea and I heard you know, uh his video, he was like, Oh, I knew that the Mandalorians were gonna come in. I totally predicted that. Um, I had no idea what was going to happen whenever he was just in the in the speeder with Baby Yoda just chilling there while there was, like, so many of the bounty hunters or whatever around him. I was like, how is he going to get out of this? Yeah, and, the and it's like... Game, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. The other Mandalorians were kind of douchey to him, too. Yeah. Before, they were like, oh, yeah, we don't like you because you actually go out and do work. Er. Yeah. Which shows you got to put brotherhood before disagreements. Yeah. And and that's really cool. I think mm-hmm. they showed that at the end of the episode too. Yeah, whenever he's like flying in a way in the ship, and then the Mandalorian gives his like the salute. Right. This is the way. <clears throat> that was an awesome line. I love that line so much. That's gonna get memed, just as much yeah. as like I have spoken. Yeah. This like, is like I like it as a meme, but I like it more as just like a, a good saying. You know. Yeah, I'll say that. I'll be like, "This is the way." <laughs> yeah. Just like in the middle of nowhere. I agree. This is the way. I hope, yeah, I like the Mandalorian as a character. I a hope. Lot. I know this would kind of be pandering to, to original trilogy fans, but I hope we get to see Boba Fett at some point in the show. Like maybe not in the first season, but I think at some point we should get to see Boba Fett. Yeah, I think it was announced that Boba Fett is not going to be in the first season. Yeah, and it was I the only one? I don't know if you guys remember that, but. When- 
first walking into the Mandalorian place. You could see in the background like a Mandalorian with the uh the antenna and I was, yo, is that Boba Fett? Yeah. And it wasn't, but I was talking to someone at school about the Mandalorian and he hadn't seen the he hadn't seen it yet. But he was like, I'm not watching the Mandalorian because it's not Boba Fett. And I was like, <laughs> But it's so good. And he's like, Yeah, but Boy. it's not Boba Fett. I'm so mad they replaced Boba Fett. So it's I'm like, what? I saw him the next week and he was like, Okay, so I watched the Mandalorian and it was really freaking good. And I was like, see, aren't you glad that you watched That's the thing it? with casual Star Wars fans. They don't know that, like, uh, the Mandalorian Mandalorians are, like, a whole group of people. Right. It's not just Jango Fett and Boba Fett. Yeah. I mean, Jango, what was it? Jango Fett was a Mandalorian, and Boba mm-hmm. Fett was a Mandalorian because he followed after his dad. Wait, so was Jango Fett actually a Mandalorian, or did he just wear a Mandalorian? Remember? Um... I don't know. I'm gonna I, Google that. Yeah, I'm not sure because I thought I heard somewhere that like a long time ago they like killed a Mandalorian and took. It. I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember either. Because like we never hear anything about his heritage with the Mandalor with Mandalore and the man. Same with Boba Fett. But then again, Boba Fett has like five lines. So I'm trying to find it. So I'm looking at it. I see something in this that says Jango Fett was a Mandalorian in the Lord Star's Legends is a canon. It says he was born on Concord Dawn. Yeah, which is why. Which is the Mandalorian planet. Oh, it is? Okay, then yeah. I'm, I'm pretty it sure is, it is. No, it's. I think it's a part of... That's where um, Death Watch was sentenced, I think. Oh, also... it's, it's a part of the Mandalore sector. It's not the main Mandalore planet, but it's a part of that section. Okay. So are like all Mandalorians bounty hunters? Me, I don't think they all were. I think I think they were bounty hunters in the sense that they operated in a moral gray area. Yeah. Like they helped what was it? They helped overthrow Maul, but then at the same time they also helped Maul overthrow Satine. Yeah. So they kind of operate in like, well, who makes a better argument for why we should help them? Yeah. Which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Also, I didn't know, uh, what is it? John Favreau voiced Pre Vizsla until I rewatched that arc with him in it. And then I heard him as the Mandalorian or as a Mandalorian in the new show. And I was like, oh, yeah. John Favreau, is that you? <laughs> so, yeah. To, to kind of wrap on The Mandalorian, I think it's got a lot of potential, and I really hope it stays as good as it is now. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because if it gets bad, then we have basically lost all hope for Star Wars shows. Yeah, I agree. And I hope that doesn't happen. Now, I mean, the person who is um, directing the Obi-Wan uh show directed the latest episode of the mandalorian she so, did it's yeah, a she Deborah right Chow. yeah yeah i saw that oh so that's promising if that's the standard she sets for directing then we've got a lot to look forward to with this obi-wan show yeah i wonder if they'll ever do like a boba fett movie specifically for disney plus I don't know. Wasn't The Mandalorian, like, originally planned to be a movie? I heard that somewhere. Maybe? Or I think... No, no, no. I think it was 
the Bo- there was going to be a Boba Fett movie. Yeah, it, it was canceled. planned and like had a director and everything, and then they canceled it. It went mm-hmm. from a movie to a TV show to canceled. Yeah. And I think Disney Plus opens up another platform that they can do movies like that on without having to worry about box office failure. If you mm-hmm. if you see what I'm saying, like yeah. like they made Lady and the Tramp and Noel both specifically for Disney Plus, which mm-hmm. I've watched them both and they're not great, but yeah, they're they're good Disney Plus movies. They're not like great theater movies, mm-hmm. but I think Disney Plus could launch us into this era of star wars where we get a boba fett movie um the like a maybe a lando movie or yeah just these spin-off movies that maybe they don't want to release into the theater but they could get their money back by releasing it on disney plus i feel like i'm the only one without disney plus i use like sketchy website called one two three movies have you not like... have you already used your free trial no i i haven't set it up yet i'm going to soon but like i've been using this like like sketchy website and it works but like i get like really inappropriate ads every time i like press play yeah i i get that i i pirate anime a lot so i feel that yeah oh gosh yeah it's not fun it's not <laughs> I, see i do it in public places too like chick-fil-a so i kind of have to hide my computer screen while whole... i click into full screen oh it's it's awful so one thing I do want to say is The Last Jedi and Solo are not on Disney Plus. They're the only two Star Wars movies. Yeah. The last, That's weird. I wonder why. The Last Jedi comes on the 26th of December, and then Solo comes in, like, July of next year. I think it's because of their uh, contract with Netflix. Yeah, that that makes sense. But there are some things that are on, like, Hulu that aren't on Disney Plus, and I don't know why, because Disney owns majority shares of Hulu. Mm-hmm. So it's like they could just tear it off because they own it. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't run the business side of Disney. I don't run any of Disney at all. But, I mean, we try. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, let's jump into, I guess, brief thoughts about the sequel trilogy. Because we kind of already glanced over this whole mo- this whole podcast. But, um, I, I guess, give you general thoughts on the force awakens if you haven't already uh it's my favorite star wars film uh it's just i love it so much man i love the characters uh i love kylo ren i love most of ray um i love the first order i love the resistance i loved han i love chew i love i loved literally all the characters i liked um the character development uh i liked all the planets um there's just little, literally, like super little that I dislike about the Force Awakens, which is very controversial because it's it's a sequel trilogy film. But yeah. whatever, it's my opinion. To say you like a sequel trilogy movie is a very dangerous thing these days. It is. Sorry, sorry if this caused that caused you dislikes. <laughs> same, same to say you don't like any Marvel movie. Yeah. Like if you don't like a Marvel movie, you are automatically like, oh, you are a terrible person. Hmm. No, I mean, I like <clears throat> Force Awakens, but I, I don't know. It was okay. It wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my least favorite. It's a very middle of the pack movie for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. Like I'll watch it, but I'm not gonna be like, oh yes, this is my favorite Star Wars movie of all time. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And I think it's it's weird to say I have nostalgia for something that happened. Just like all of the hype that went into it mm-hmm. and just the fact that Star Wars was new again and just everything about it. Just mainly not just the movie itself, but just all the stuff that went into creating it and just the hype and stuff. Yeah. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention about The Mandalorian. Uh, the Mandalorian theme is so good. I've been listening oh to God. it on Spotify oh, yeah. on repeat. Yeah, oh. it really is good. It's Whoever did that music, man. It's I don't... the same guy who did the Black Panther soundtrack. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Okay, am I the only one that like listens to Star Wars music? Like, No, not at all. No, I do. Yeah, I listen to it all the time, man. And like piano, uh, what's it called? Like piano like covers, who, I guess. Piano, yeah, covers. I love that stuff, man. I, I have all of the different like movie soundtracks saved on Spotify, so I can just click through and listen to whatever I want to listen to. Um, another great score is what is it? Um, it's the final like score of Rogue One when Darth Vader is. In the hallway, oh, yeah, your father would the... be proud, yeah. And like yeah. the very last notes of that, oh, beautiful, mm-hmm. and it's so good. And of course, we can't we can't forget like the, the obvious mentions, like Asteroid Field, the main thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, dude, freaking love Asteroid Field, Battle of the Heroes, Duel of the mm-hmm. Fates, like man, General Grievous theme, Separatist theme, yes. The Clone Wars theme is really good too. I hear the Clone Wars theme, and I'm immediately sent back to like. 2010 sitting yeah. on my couch waiting for the new episode on cartoon network oh it was oh, so good yeah, i agree John? i have the last jedi uh soundtrack on uh vinyl wow i wish i could have that yeah i found it at ventress for like like 15 bucks did john williams do the music for the clone wars i don't think he did no i don't think so who was it i know who it is Kevin Kenner, that's who did it. Or Kevin Kiner. I don't know how to say his name. But Am I the only one that's sad that John Williams, his final like Star Wars music is in the, the Rides of Skywalker? I am. I love his music so much. Which doesn't surprise me because, like, dude, he's old, man. He also did the music for Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Which the, oh, the Galaxy's <laughs> Edge suite is also very good. I can't wait till I go, man. Landino, were you wanting to say something? Oh, no, I'm good. Okay. Well, I guess back on to The Force Awakens. Um, what what are your guys' takes on people calling it a copy of A New Hope? Last time I checked, I don't remember um, a stormtrooper that uh, no longer wants to be a part of the First Order, uh, retreating to a desert planet, uh, meeting a girl. Uh, I don't really remember that being in A New Hope, but that's just me. Yeah. It copies certain themes, but again, I think to a certain point, every movie is, and it's going to just for the fact that it's Star Wars. It's going to follow a very certain theme. Yeah. But I wouldn't say it's a complete copy, no. I think that's a very ignorant thought. Yeah, people who say that the whole movie, that's, that's, gets me so mad whenever people say the whole movie, it's literally the whole movie is just a copy of A New Hope. I can see the argument being there, but at the same time, I don't feel that way. Like, I uh, sure, no the third like, Death Star thing. I can see that, but yeah, like, I can see the third Death Star thing doing another attack, like having a duel on the Death Star. But I mean, it was all kind of mostly original takes on those ideas, though. Yeah, right. So, 
I think I think it, it it's possible. Yeah. Now I agree. Last movie we have to talk about: The Last Jedi. Oh gosh. I I don't even know if I want to say anything about this movie because it's still so <laughs> controversial to talk about it at all, negative or positive. Because if you say anything negative, the people who like it will attack you, and if you say anything positive, the people who don't who hate it will just like completely crap on you. Yeah, I know. So it's this middle ground of like, do I say anything? Do I not? Okay, Nick, you cannot deny this. The opening night that you went, I texted me and you're like, dude, this is such a good movie. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Okay, to set the record straight, I like The Last Jedi. I like, there are certain parts of it that are my favorites out of the sequel trilogy. Oh, yeah. But it's not my favorite movie. It's not either. Not for me. The highlights. I liked it. The highlights for me were everything with Rey on Octu. Um, obviously the Ray and Kylo fight against the Praetorian guards, the mm-hmm. whole Snoke's death scene, and then everything on crate. <clears throat> my main complaints. My main complaints with the Last Jedi is Rose Tico. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole Canto bite th- thing was completely Canto unnecessary. Out of the movie, took away from like thirty minutes of the film. Um, that could have been more crate. Um, and then I felt like the whole space chase went on for way too long. Um, pretty much in a nutshell, the whole movie was just a space chase, which is really boring whenever you think oh, yeah. about it. I forgot. I love the hyperdrive scene too. Yeah. That but other really than cool. that, I like the last Jedi. Yeah. There's not, I mean, I can see why people hate it, but at the same time, you're just Yoda hating it. Just, that Yoda scene is just too good to like, hate. I it know. Is. Oh, yeah, that also got spoiled for me, by the way. I keep I'm forgetting right. that that happened in this movie. Oh, yeah, I it's it's that. really unfor- it's that. really forgettable. Not because it's bad, it's just because, like, so much other, like, stuff happened Yeah, there's the so many other things that are, like, bad and that are good that just cover it up and you forget that Yoda is there. What, what I didn't I... like was that Luke died. Yeah. I, I didn't understand why <clears throat> Luke died. He died from overexerting himself? Mm-hmm. Which doesn't make sense. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it could make sense because he's been cut off from the Force for so long. Yeah. I also didn't like that Snoke died because he was set up so much in The Force Awakens to be this just unstoppable bad guy. They have to really do something with Palpatine in The Rise of Skywalker to make Snoke's death justified. Man, I really hope the Emperor isn't in the flesh. That makes no sense. No, 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 no. no. It ruins the sacrifice that Darth Vader or Anakin did. Exactly. It it illegitimizes basically the end of it. It ruins Return of the Jedi. It really does. If if he's in the flesh. Which is already a B level student. We don't want to take it down to a C. Yeah. And it will. If he is in the flesh, it will. I think they're gonna do something like in Battlefront where it's just his face on the screen. I don't think he'll be in the flesh. If he is, it might be as a force. According to the Jedi Paxis leaks, he is in the flesh. But man, I heard really something that Sith ghosts can't leave the place that they died. Oh, really? So oh. if they are on the Death Star 2, then it makes sense that Palpatine would be like a Sith force ghost. Yeah. Because he couldn't leave. <clears throat> That's true. I want to know why, like, what are they going to the Death Star for? Like, why are they going back there? I know, I know why because I, or I think I know why because I read the leaks, but I'm not going to say that in case yeah. it is a spoiler. Yeah. I, I, 
I'm trying to stay away from the leaks. It's hard. Guys. Yeah, stay away. Stay away as much as you can. I completely regret reading it because I know if it starts with a flashback, I know it's going to happen throughout the whole film, which, which sucks, really sucks because I really want that flashback to happen. Yeah. Because in order for that flashback to happen, or in order for the spoiler, can I say the I specifics saw, of it? Am I allowed to on the stream, or do you not want me to? Um, I feel like you should not spoil it for people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Not. I. Yeah. Let's keep it off, just because <clears throat> I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Mm-hmm. But long story short, it is a. I've. I read the summary of that specific like flashback spoiler, mm-hmm. and it's. Oh man. If I don't it's know real, if they're gonna do it. If it's real, man, that's epic. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm curious to see how they do Carrie Fisher in this film because, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, she has been dead for f- what three years uh, two now. Two years, yeah. Th- I, I think she died in 2017, like mid 2017. No, she died um Christmas 2016, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, because yep. I had just gotten Battlefront, and I, like, I played won. Leia. I walked out of my first showing of Rogue One and I got the notification on my phone that uh, Carrie Fisher passed away. Dude, that sucks. That hurt when I watched that. Like, when I heard that, it really, like, hurt my heart. I didn't, like, I was in disbelief. I was like, this can't happen, man. Not now. No. And it sucks because, like, the way they've set up the trilogy, she's the only one left alive. I know. She's the only Skywalker left. Yeah. Apparently. Like the the like actual last name Skywalker, not kind of like the marriage stuff, but like yeah, it's just I really miss Carrie Fisher, and I I mean <sighs> I don't I don't always agree with like what these actors do politically, but I still respect like everything they put into the original trilogy and everything they brought to the sequel trilogy. Yeah. I can respect that as like actors. It's I can totally respect that, and I wish she was still alive. Yeah, me too. I heard they're supposed to be using old footage from yeah like from the... the Force Awakens. I don't know how that works though. Yeah, that's how I'm. Sa- I've been worried about that since the beginning. I made a video a long time ago um, on my old channel about like why I'm worried about the Leia stuff because like whenever you have like the Force Awakens stuff, you could you have to build the plot around that, which right. is super hard. But we'll see. I think JJ will pull it off. I'm sure it's just like it's probably just generic lines or something that can be easily interchangeable. But you know what really hit me in the gut? I think it was was it at the end of the Last Jedi when they said like in loving memory, Carrie oh, Fisher. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't stay for that. That hurt. I left after the credits. That was it like at the very end? It was like the last thing showed. No, it was like at the start of the credits. I think. Because I didn't say uh, I must have not seen either. it. Because like I saw it on Instagram, like after I watched the movie. Yeah, it was just really sad. Yeah. And of course, Han and yeah. Luke are now dead. Well, I mean, yeah, Luke's dead, but then again, you know, the four stuff. He's obviously and coming he, he's back confirmed in the Rise to be of Skywalker because he's in the trailer. Yeah, he, yeah, he's confirmed to be in it, so I'm excited. And yeah. another thing, Hayden Christensen has to be in this movie. Literally, has to. I mean. Because of the fact that he has to be the one to kill the Emperor. It can't be Rey. It can't be Kylo. Because that ruins the whole point. How would he do that, though? He's dead. He's Um, like a Force ghost. Well, I mean, Force Yoda was able to bring lightning and catch a tree on fire. So I don't see why why Force Anakin can't 
somehow do something to kill the emperor. He is the chosen one. Yeah. And he it literally says in the prophecy he's the one to bring balance to the force and if he and if the emperor survived he didn't bring balance to the force. Right. So now he's got to go back and finish the job. Yeah. Which I'm hoping they won't do because like once again it ruins the point of return of the Jedi. Yeah. I don't I don't know if Palpatine will be a legitimate threat. I think <clears throat> I think Palpatine would be more of a threat in the sense that he's trying to tempt and or manipulate like Rey and Kylo. I think that's more of where his antagonistic force comes from. Uh-huh. So we'll see. Yeah, I I have high expectations for Rise of Skywalker. Hopefully they get met. Less than a month. Yeah, we're we're under that month period. Once again, that's why I regret reading the leaks because I hope it. Pretty much, I'm going to the film knowing what's what all is going to happen if it's true. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, I don't know why I don't know why people upload those videos of the leaks. It really doesn't make sense to me. Well, I mean, it's for money, but yeah. Well, if we are if we don't have anything else to say on anything else Star Wars related, I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. Um, I do want to thank you guys for coming on talking Star Wars. This was great. No problem. It was awesome, man. We should totally do it again sometime. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. For anybody watching or listening, their Instagrams will be in the description. If you want to hop on, give them a follow. They post good stuff. Um, as for me. You can check me out on my YouTube channel, Nick with No K. Subscribe. All the podcast episodes are there as well. Um, they're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Cast, anywhere you can watch a podcast. They're basically there. Uh, follow us there. Every every little view or whatever really helps. And if you are a Star Wars fan, you should share this with another Star Wars fan because that's really the only way podcasts can grow is via word of mouth. So, with that being said, I thank you guys for coming on once again, and I hope to see you, every one of you listeners next time. Peace out.